Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is Derek Monti. Of course, I am your mayor of PHNX and I am joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. Is it golden hour over there, Derek? Is that why it's you're golden hour here, baby? You know, it's again. good. This is the sun shining through the clouds. It's a beautiful day here in Phoenix. A little hot, Jesse. Just a little warm on the little warm mm. side for me right now. What are we at? What are we at? Is it 80s? We in the 80s it was yet? in the, like a mid 80s, uh, okay. low mid 80s. It was, you know, it's a, it, it's a bit too much too soon, but that's only because uh, I am a recluse now. I live inside my house. I don't get to go outside. I don't get to watch baseball that often. And let me tell you, when I go out there to watch the minor league minicamp, uh, I find that I burn very quickly now. Or did you not use? Did you not burn very quickly before? Not like no, not this thing? quickly. No, no, not okay. after. It's weird what living inside of your house for two years will do for you. But you know, of course, we'll 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 get to that. All sorts of other fun stuff about you know sun care. But before we get there, I gotta let you guys know that this show is brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. We are very very close to UFC 272, and DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of UFC. They have a knockout offer for new customers. Bet just $1. Use our code of PHNX. Bet $1 on the main event between Covington and Masvidal, that that heel Covington and that baby-faced Masvidal. Uh, and it doesn't matter who wins. As long as you bet $1 as a new customer, you will get $100 in free bets instantly, uh, no matter the outcome of the fight. Jesse, not much to talk about. Today on the lockout front, lucky for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Deputy Commissioner Dan Hallam, MLB Deputy Commissioner Dan Hallam, uh, and MLBPA lead negotiator Bruce Meyer met in New York today without the rest of the group. They obviously were not helping at all, so they sent the two reasonable gentlemen to have a discussion. I feel like we're getting back to the whole Hamilton, uh, you know, duel kind of scenario again right this is where we're at with the negotiators trying to talk them out of shooting each other uh so something like that uh <laughs> i i didn't expect much in uh in new york today and it sounds like from what we can tell not a whole lot happened um an interesting piece of news did come out though i don't know if you saw this but apparently the final and best proposal uh, that was allegedly made by the owners on deadline day on Tuesday um, was actually voted down by four of the owners. Did you see this? That some of the no. owners actually thought 
Yeah, some of the owners, four of them, actually thought that the proposal that the owners made, which of course was turned down unanimously by the players anyway, some of the owners, four of them, actually didn't want that proposal. They thought it was too generous. And so that's not exactly a sign of encouragement moving not forward. At all. But. Not at all. Not in the slightest bit. I That does not bode well for this entire negotiation. I kind of wonder if, do you think Ken Kendrick is one of the four? We don't know. Like, no, I don't think anyone's releasing well, names, but somebody put out, and I don't want to confirm that this is accurate because I don't know this person, but it was a retweeted and liked uh, quite a bit on Twitter. Uh, and it was listing the, the teams that were holding this process up. And it was the usual wow. suspects, and the Arizona Diamondbacks were one of the teams that were holding this up. They didn't they didn't name owner names particularly in this tweet. They just listed teams. And it was at the time it was about 11, 12 teams were on the list of teams that were holding yeah. it up. And they said it only takes eight to essentially cause them to to not be able to proceed uh, with this entire process. So we're, we're right. just over the eight. And, you know, obviously there's still four that think even the offer that they provided was too generous. That's crazy to me. Uh, there's something that's been interesting as part of this negotiation process has been the rule changes that we brought up yesterday. Yeah. Uh, per which Bob like came out of, they came out of nowhere. Like, like we hadn't heard anything about some of this stuff until at least like we've heard rumors about this for several years, but not in this CBA negotiation. And suddenly right. all this stuff came out. It came out like almost during Manfred's uh, press conference, right? Was that the first time that they had addressed it or that, that we heard of it? I think maybe slightly before that. I think it might have been leaked slightly before that, but not by much. Yeah. Here was here was the telling thing is a lot of the things that they have brought up as far as rule changes are being tested out in AAA and other leagues. So there has been the 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 moves are the, the 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 rule changes are in motion as far as testing them out to see if they're viable seeing how they impact the game uh interesting rule changes but per bob nightingale the three rule changes that mlb wants to implement banning shifts of pitch clock and oversized bases cannot begin before the 2024 season unless the union agrees mlb wants the U the rules to go into effect in 2023 so next season. So those rule changes are banning the shift, oversized bases, and uh, again, a pitch clock. Obviously, we understand the pitch clock, but let's talk yeah. a bit about banning the shift and exactly what that is going to look like. Defenses will be required to have a minimum of four players standing with both feet on the infield dirt. Another change required requiring two infielders to be positioned on each side of second base could also be instituted for the second or, or right now it's being tested. Uh, but that that's what it's going to look like is there's going to be a requirement to have uh, two two infielders uh, on on both sides of second base. So that's going to be what constitutes a, a, a shift. Right. Huh. Uh, what do you, what are your thoughts on banning the shift? I mean, it. I, I'm I'm kind of for it in a way, but I also think it's kind of ridiculous because I've always been a huge fan, as you know, of bunting on the shift. If you're going to put a shift on me, I'm going to bunt on all you right. down the third baseline all day long until 
you do something to stop me. It'll be comedic. It would be like something out of a 90s baseball movie. I would bunt on the shift all day long and not even feel sorry about it. There's some sort of unwritten rule about not bunting on the shift. There should be some sort of unwritten rule already about not putting the shift on all the goddamn time, right? So now baseball has to step in and actually do something about it. The Diamondbacks over the last few years statistically have been one of the biggest beneficiaries of the shift. Uh, They've been very, very good at leveraging the shift and taking advantage of opposing hitters weaknesses. So from their standpoint, uh, I mean, and as as someone who covers this particular baseball team, I'm not sure if that's good news to take away (laughs) something that that's been uh, one of their biggest weapons. But uh, but let's face it, if we only talked about good news for the Diamondbacks, we wouldn't we would. We wouldn't do this show five days a week, but no, no, um, that's we we wouldn't exist, Jesse. <laughs> we wouldn't exist at all. That's fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting, right? I think you would see a lot more of the prototypical um, left-handed slugger type in in the game of baseball. There would be more of them that would survive the transition from the minors into the majors because if you take away the shift, I mean, a lot of those guys especially their batting average. I mean, that's going to be the biggest number they're going to, they're going to tick up, right? You're not going to be grounding out to, um, you know, the second baseman who's basically playing in right field anymore. And so, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's a really interesting spin on the game. I do think that at times the shift feels a little bit boring. Um, it feels a little dull that like, yeah, you can put infielders in a spot that you know statistically they're going to take away all sorts of opportunities for the opposition. And I think I think it was kind of an oversight uh, for a while, just that the rules of baseball never accounted for this. Um, but they didn't need to because we didn't used to use so many numbers and so many metrics to decide. Analytics. analytics, once again, ruins baseball, Jesse, you and your numbers. Me and my numbers. It's all my fault. Um, but but yeah, I think there comes a point when like those analytics have kind of just taught teams how to play the optimal the optimal method of defense. Sure. And it works sure. well, but it's a little dull because there's not a counterattack, right? There's nothing that a hitter can do other than try to fundamentally change the way that they hit the baseball. And as much as we like to say, you know, learn how to go the other way, like learn how to do this other thing that you're not used to doing. That's not an easy switch for these hitters to make. There's a reason Correct. that they work so well. You can't just all of a sudden start hitting the ball to the opposite field with, with right. ease. So I think it would make the game more interesting overall. And the ones that do already do, they don't necessarily just do it against the shift. So teams sure. don't play the shift against those players because statistically their tendencies aren't to hit to the right side 80% of the time it's worth the risk when you know you can place extra infielders on that side of the field and have someone hit into that shift right so yeah like you said though it's boring it's crap it sucks it sucks to watch it sucks <laughs> to to see I mean it just it doesn't even feel like you're like you're doing a good job defensively like yeah of right, course you right. have you have like 12 guys over there on the right side <laughs> You know, I mean, yeah, it's, you're right. You're right. It's not um, it's effective, but it's not exciting. Right. It's there's nothing about the shift that is enjoyable to watch. It's like it, it, I think as a as a fan, if anything, it just makes you constantly disappointed because you're going to feel it more when your team is on the offensive side, when, you know, the, the center field camera that we're all used to watching baseball from a guy hits the ball into the outfield 
and, and just based on what you're used to seeing, normally a ball in that spot is a base hit. And then the camera pans over and there's just a, an infielder just standing right there, ready to, yeah. ready to make the play. Right. It's just kind of a letdown moment. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, I, there's a lot of things about baseball that are interesting. Like they want it to be higher scoring because that they think that's more popular, but then they also yeah. want it to be faster. Can't have both guy. You're not going to have higher scoring baseball games. It's not basketball. Yeah. It's not other sports. The more they score, the longer the game's going to be. So, like, there's just a lot of things that we we have to sacrifice with baseball. I think the pitch clock helps, but I think for the most part, uh, players kind of up to this point have been abiding by it, right? Like, it's already been there. Like, I know our pitch yeah. clock operator at Chase Field. He's a great dude. Uh, I love sitting next to him and chatting with him. I probably distract him properly operating the clock all the time. But, uh, you know, again, there is there there is that clock already there. And a lot of people just kind of have grown use already to, to sticking to that time frame. I don't know how much that's going to speed up the game. And I'm not that worried about speeding up the game. What I am worried about is baseball being more fun. More importantly, I'm worried about baseball coming back. That's I worry about that all day long from the time I wake up until I go to bed at night. But I am worried about baseball being more fun. And I think that this would make right. it more fun. I think that that is something that, uh, as much as I hate to admit it, because I'm a big fan of a of an 0-1 ball game. I'm, I'm not somebody that would be mad about a 0-1 to ball game. I, I can't get super excited about it when you know, during 90% of the game, the team that won zero to one won it by having the shift on and constantly having five guys over on the right side of the field. It just doesn't feel the same kind of like good job about winning a zero to one game as it used to. Uh, yeah. And, and that's something it just feels weird because defenses do play in different patterns, not necessarily the shift, but they shift. So I would just wonder right. how restrictive this is going to be to teams playing different defenses uh, for the most part. That's why I'd kind of laid down the rules from the way that the minor league changes have already uh, been, been implemented. And I'm sure what we see in the minor leagues is typically going to be what we see in the major leagues, barring maybe a, a change or two, but I really think that they are going to go with that. Uh, the, the two infielders to be positioned on each side of the, of second base and just keep, keep that yeah. you know, shift from happening. My my question is like, could could you send a defender in motion? Like like, what if they start with two feet on the dirt, but then right when the pitcher starts going into his motion, the defender just like darts to whatever side of the field you when want to you send them? I don't things know. Like that, Jesse. It makes me if it, that's when I fear that you and I aren't going to be together long on this, <laughs> on the show. Someone's gonna snatch you up wow. and make you into some sort of an assistant coach or analyst or something because you have been uh giving out too much good information when it comes to things like that. That's a brilliant idea. And again, I wouldn't be I think it would be hilarious. Like could you imagine like the well, because like you see that now and- <laughs> when when they when they bunt, right? The third baseman will kind of yeah, rush in and kind sure. of try to get a little bit of a running start on it, you know, or or whatever. So yeah, we 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 kind of to a degree see that now out of defenses. The other change would be the change of the base size, which kind of sounds weird, but uh, yeah, talk about of, making baseball more fun, right, Derek? There's nothing yeah. that'll make baseball more interesting for the young generation than for the bases to be bigger. That's bigger bases, bigger bases, bigger <laughs> everything, Jesse. Everything's bigger, bigger balls, bigger bats, bigger players, bigger bases. Go. 
Uh, yeah, bases the size of first, second, and third will be increased from 15 inches square to 18 inches square uh, in an effort to reduce collisions and injuries. So I'm not against mm. that. I don't care. I don't yeah. care how big the base is, right? Yeah, I've no, never, I've, I've never I'm, been, I've never been a big fan of like somebody sliding in the second and then just coming off of it a hair and getting tagged out. You know, stuff like that has always been sure. kind of stupid to yeah. me anyway. I, but whatever. Yeah, they like keep your hand on the base and yeah. you know wait and call time before you get up and all that stuff. Yeah, we've right. we've seen a lot of that. I still think we should do like uh, like exercise. We should put like an exercise ball um, and, and just use those as the bases. Personally, I think that would it's be a kind brilliant of fun. idea. Uh, it's a brilliant really, idea. I think so too. Yeah. Well, because if you bounce <laughs> off, then you bounce off. Like that's yeah. totally a different story. That's that's yeah. not only comedic, but that seems very entertaining to me. So I'm on board with that. Honestly, like this, this change doesn't bother me. Anything that you're trying to do to impact player safety is, of course, yeah. like if, yeah. because I mean, we, we've seen Diamondbacks players jam fingers and stuff when they've been sliding and such. So anything that can help reduce that, I'm all on board with. It yeah. is. What it I don't is, really but. know. I don't fully understand why a, why a bigger base reduces, reduces injuries necessarily. I, I guess it's just I'm guessing a, I'm guessing know. they're just talking about like colliding with the other player because like the base the the whoever's covering that base can cover it up more so yeah, you have a greater greater opportunity of colliding into them or colliding into something like their foot or sure. something like that. Yeah, but, that makes sense. Whatever. Uh again, uh I, I I get it and these rule changes they they're they're nothing compared to like the other hills that they still have to climb for this CBA negotiation but uh, it, I still wonder what the fine print stuff was that they tried to sneak in at midnight yeah. because that's that that's such a that's such a like I respect that move it's it's terrible <laughs> it's villainous but I respect the hell out of it like maybe we can catch these players sleeping and have them forfeit their arbitration years or something I, you know I, something like that like i don't know there it's crazy the stuff that that is happening right now and, and i just don't know why like like if you're the if you're on the side of like the 60 ish year old men and <laughs> and you're negotiating with a bunch of guys like in their 20s i just don't know why you would think that like yes clearly we are the ones who are more alert we are going <laughs> to take advantage I... of them falling asleep right now i don't i don't know if i buy that I'm older enough than you that I take exception to that comment, and I don't. I don't like the direction this is going. <laughs> I feel this is ageist, Jesse, and I don't like it one bit. Uh, well, but, I say that as someone who, after ten o'clock at night, I'm just, I'm just not useful for much. So. Ten o'clock, if, eight o'clock, if, eight o'clock over here. This guy, eight o'clock. Yeah. If we ever, oh, if yeah. we ever have to do, uh, if we ever do like post game shows for night, oh, games, it's gonna be a nightmare. It might be, might be a little rough. Yeah, yeah we're gonna need some coffee, help in the chat. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah, you can get that whenever that happens. You can get all sorts of great content from us. We'll have post game shows or post series shows, pre series shows. We haven't figured it out yet. We know you guys don't want that much of us. You don't. You don't want a pre game, post game for <laughs> like six games in a week. Nobody that wants that lot, much. Yeah. Derek Montia. I know that for a fact. My my wife can attest to that. But uh, <laughs> I will say that you can get all of our great content from us, our written content. In the meantime, over at gophnx.com. If you haven't signed up to become a member, please do so. You can get the annual membership. Uh, when you do so, you will get your free T shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. I am wearing one right now. They are incredible. They're soft. 
they make you uh, feel better about yourself when you wear them. I don't know. That's how I feel. But you can go get yourself a free one over at phnxlocker.com if you sign up for that annual membership. And if you're not interested in the annual membership, you can get the month-to-month membership. You'll get your first month for just 50 cents. So sign up. Uh, join us, get month to month, uh, or the monthly membership, uh, discounts over at the phnxlocker.com as well as joining us in the d- discord that we plan this show in. Uh, and we have you guys help us all the time. Not to mention the fact that if you, uh, again, I, I gave my, the Batman review in there. So if you want my Batman review, you're going to have to sign up to become a member. Sorry. Uh, that's, that's where it's at, but, uh, we thank you guys again for being in there. Shout out to, uh, Josh hunt who constantly supplies the show with his amazing graphics and content as well as all, all of you guys. But, uh, speaking of which I had a chance today to kind of peruse the schedule yesterday. We talked about when the diamondbacks might open up their schedule, uh, what the schedule might look like. There were some naysayers by the way on, uh, I want to say it was over at ESPN, but I could be be wrong about this, but I was reading an article and uh, most people, most writers had the season starting at May 1st or later. One guy said that he is optimistic that the season will start by July 1st and that all of those predictions made me very sad, Jesse. Very, very sad. So most said May 1st. That was May, most said May 1st. Yeah. Most of them okay. said May 1st sounds like May 1st, I think lands on like a Sunday. So it could be like that soft opening day where they have a couple of games on that day. And then the rest of the teams open up the following Monday. But, uh, the D backs, I want to give a shout out to a special group of people over at the Arizona diamondbacks <laughs> and that's their season ticket reps. <laughs> because they have a very hard job right they now. They really do, yeah. Apparently, from what I've seen, they have been required to still contact current season ticket holders from last season right now during the middle of a lockout to see if they are interested in renewing their season tickets. And <laughs> I I don't even know what to say to that. My heart goes out to you. And, you know, again... The diehard baseball fans, I'm sure it's a much easier conversation than it is with the other people that are much more reasonable about this situation and will tell you, absolutely sure. not. I am not renewing anything until this whole thing gets figured out. Well, I can I can speak from personal experience, Derek. I've never been a Diamondback season ticket holder, but I got an email about a week ago uh, from a <laughs> Diamondbacks ticket rep asking if I was interested in finding out more information about ticket plans. Um, obviously I, I don't think they were aware that I, that I covered the team, but, um, did you say, yeah, yeah, I want something on April 4th. You got anything <laughs> on April 7th? What about <laughs> April 12th? Right, right. Exactly. Um, no, I, I feel bad for them. And I know we, we like to throw self-pity parties around here because, you know, we, we talk about the diamondbacks five days a week and, and baseball at large. And, and there hasn't been much to talk about over the last few months. And, and we've just kind of had to make do, but, but selling, I mean, selling tickets for a team that is not playing is, is another level of, of difficult. So <laughs> my, my heart certainly goes out to all of them right now. Solidarity um, brothers. We're all in the same boat right now. We're all in the same boat of waiting for this whole thing to end right. so that we can do our jobs better than we currently can. As it stands, it is very difficult to talk about baseball. I've kind of joked about it, but it's it's not easy to talk about this lockout situation and have uh, kind of even our emotions go up and down with it. Monday was such a high, and Tuesday was such a low, and it was, yeah. uh, again, very, very disheartening to hear. 
some of the things we heard about the negotiations. As fans, I can completely understand people not only being hesitant to commit to anything like this, but even being optimistic about when a season is going to happen at this point, especially when you don't really have to worry about it until it does. I know there's some people that yeah. are, are are big fans that they they're they're mad that they're missing out on this. From my understanding, from what I heard today, uh, Doug Ducey, our governor, has been reassured that the spring training, no matter when it happens, will happen, <laughs> and it will happen in Arizona. I, I really want to pretend that that's news, Derek, but I, I don't know about. I don't know how significant it is that spring training will occur at some point. I don't. I mean, well, I guess did that it imply well, no. that. I ask you this: Did it happen before they started restarted the season during the pandemic year, right? Or did they just kind of find a way? Like I'm just yeah, saying, but that's this, a different. This situation. could go so long. I, I feel like we're talking about this in the context of it still being in spring. But one guy has this slated to start July first. So you know, asking yeah. if it's still going to happen in Arizona with all the teams here being here in Arizona in like June. I think is a reasonable thing to ask, right? Like that's, I, I, I wasn't really sure if spring training was going to happen in the conventional way where teams were still going to play sure. against each other and not be back to wherever, you know, their, their home ballpark is located. I think the pandemic situation was, was a little bit different just in that, you know, the whole point was to avoid teams, you know, being in close proximity with each other. So valid. that was, that was a, a pretty big obstacle. And, and I, having I think all that's the, the teams, primary. And having all the teams in two States really starts putting all of your eggs in. Two yeah. Baskets, really. Yeah. No, that, that clearly in a, in the middle of a, a pandemic that was, that was very, very bad. And, you know, especially unknown at that point in time, it made sense to separate everyone, but, sure. but yeah, this year, you know, if, and when the season starts and, and, you know, hopefully I hate we can use the, the word if and, part. <laughs> if and when I hate you so much. It's I've, I've been woefully wrong on predictions before <laughs> on this stuff. I'm trying all not qualifiers. To, We're going to start using I'm all gonna, qualifiers qualify. for any statements we make from here on out. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, I do think that spring training, it would make sense for it to happen here in here in Arizona. And it might be shortened. I'm not sure if, if Doug Ducey was guaranteed sure. anything on that front. I think there's yeah. probably a pretty good chance that it will be shortened. Right. But, I, I but agree yeah, with the, that. The teams will still, they benefit a lot from, from playing each other. And, you know, it's just different playing an intra-squad game versus playing another team and, uh, you know, seeing pictures you're not familiar with and, and what and whatnot. So great point. that's a great point. Another thing is that the promotional schedule, which does not help the season ticket reps uh, with their job, has come out. And the reason why I say this is because as we take a look at it, you will notice one very glaring missing promotional item from this schedule. And that is <laughs> obviously there are no bobbleheads on this. Yeah. Schedule. We have a Mother's Day weekend hat. Uh, there's that that MLB bag couple of bucket hats from memorial day weekend the father's day father's the the, the dad shirt that's pretty that's pretty fire that I know is a pretty dope dad it's gonna shirt. fit yeah. and look exactly like that on you so don't think it's gonna fit you any better than that but <laughs> it's the serpientes with the yellow i like that a lot and then we're advertising fireworks for some reason which is gonna happen all the time 
another well uh, fourth of july fireworks is yeah, 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 kind yeah, of yeah. a different it's, it's different level right if you come on a friday game you're gonna see fireworks uh i will <laughs> say uh the thing that really bothers me about this is that they have star wars night listed and on star wars night they have a shirt as the giveaway item that bothered me my reasonable side understands why this is happening. It's the exact same reason why there are no player images on MLB.com, and that is because obviously the bobbleheads are going to be players, so thus their likenesses right now cannot be advertised by MLB in any way, even in, in the form of a bobblehead. Well, I mean, they, they could just do like a, you know, they could use front office people. They could make a Ken Kendrick bobblehead. They could make a <laughs> Derek Hall bobblehead. I don't want that. I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. <laughs> Give me uh give me give me Frank the elevator operator as a bobblehead and I will be there, there before everybody else. I will be there at noon waiting in line so I'm the first one to get one. Uh no, I mean I that's obviously the only thing reason but I I here's what I think. Couldn't they still have like an empty silhouette as like a bobblehead night still <laughs> alerting you that this night is going to be a bobblehead night instead of nothing i think i think it just accentuates the lockout problem though <laughs> like you're really going to advertise a bobblehead with a silhouette like that. A question mark like riddler style i don't yeah. know like i'm just trying i just like want to know when the bobblehead nights are going to be i need to know when i need to be at the stadium jesse well, we get bobbleheads. I think we. I don't know. Uh, in the yeah. past, as media members, it was they were always very gracious when you were sitting there. They'd bring you one, um, and okay. and you know you didn't have to get it at the gate. Uh, but during the pandemic, it's like the way that like fast food restaurants change their hours. They just decide to pull it on us, and I have no wow. idea what not giving us the giveaway items had anything to do with the pandemic or how it's <laughs> impacted. But I want my bobbleheads back. If there's one thing I want reinstated. Now that we're post-pandemic or whatever, I don't care what we want to call it yet. I don't know if we are or not, but I want my bobbleheads sure. back. At least that. And I want my free ice cream, Jesse. They used to have free Cold Stone ice cream. Don't even get me started on the wow. tiny refrigerator filled with Cold Stone ice cream. That I That's the only reason why I went to baseball games. That's the <laughs> only reason why I did this job. It was for the free ice cream. Uh, but yes, I'm still, I'm still very concerned about Star Wars Night having a t-shirt. Have they had a Star Wars Night t-shirt before? Not that I, I mean, so usually mm. I'm not a big Star Wars guy, so forgive me. I don't I, normally go. To you're not a Star big, Wars. what is, what is, what are you a big guy of baseball? <laughs> is that the only thing in your life? I need you to have other interests, Jesse Friedman. What do you mean you don't <laughs> like Star Wars? When you come down here, we're going to just binge watch all Star Wars movies. And I'm going to make you like, see how great they are. I'm. I have a hard, I have a hard time watching Star Wars movies oh, now because God, I, they're real. I'm sorry, Derek. They're really corny. Like, for, yeah, you got, you got, oh my God. You have people good. agreeing with you in this room. I'm and so Jesse, done I'm with so this happy entire you said show. That. No. I have literally never seen Star Wars. What? And, I got a little bit. I've never seen Star Wars. You've never seen Star Wars. And the little bit. I saw like one episode one time and it was just because I, I was passing through and it was easily. The worst thing I'd ever seen before. My oh life. my god! I, I, it's horrible. I can't. It's honestly, I can't. I well, can't and it's this. it's like the beginning. You started of like, this. It's the beginning of when they used computers to like try to make stuff look cool with mm. with, and it was bad. It was, and I mean, granted, for the time, I know it was legendary and whatnot, but uh, 
But compared to what I'm used to now, Derek, it it's just hard to watch. I'm just, it's Star Wars is just a poor man's Harry Potter. I oh my god, I'm getting out of here. I can't watch this. Shit. I can't be a part of this network. Anymore. Derek, come back. Oh I'm on your god. side. I'm on your side, Derek. Oh, Leah, I will not get stand this guy this. out of here. What Sorry, is happening? That's our, that's Harry Potter. Sorry. It's not even shot in high definition. Have you seen it on like HBO Max? It looks terrible. Oh, okay. I just, I can't. <laughs> you're, you're, ma- you're, you're making me. Yeah, this is. I'm. See, I was. I, Derek I was, was already upset about. I was the already lockout. upset about the lockout. <laughs> now I'm more upset than I've ever been in my whole entire life. I just, I, I can't. Well, again, I understand. It's something special to me and not to you, Jesse. You don't watch anything. You have nothing. No, you, no. you, did you watch the Harry Potter movies? Did you watch those? I've seen two of the Harry Potter. I knew you would answer with something like that. I knew that would be something of your answer. (laughs) And they were good, for the record. Far superior to Star Wars. Oh, get out of here! (laughs) Oh, man. Well, anyway. This is uh this is the end of the PHNX D-backs podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed the 175 episodes we've done. Uh, but before we go, we got to let you know, obviously, to go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is the official sports betting partner of Star Wars. And again, do I have to need to tell you how great of a film series Star Wars is? Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett alone have saved that entire series. It's been great. Clone Wars, the cartoon. Oh, God. Anyway, back to this. They're not. They're not the. They're not that. They're the official sports betting partner of the UFC. And UFC 272 is coming out. We have the main event between Covington and Masvidal. And if you bet $1 on either of those guys or more, whatever you want to, uh, use our code of PHNX. And if you do, you will get $100 in free bets no matter what the outcome is. And it's it's still a very funny ad read to me. But if it, if it's a first round knockout of the guy that you bet on, then you win. That you get the hundred dollars. If if it's if it's the other guy, you you win. And if it's somehow a, a double uh, knockout disqualification, you win. No matter what, double knockout resulting in a no contest ruling, you still get your one hundred dollars in free bets. No matter what the outcome is, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, uh, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use our promo code of PHNX and throw down just $1 or more on the UFC 272 main event and get $100 in free bets no matter what happens in the fight. That's code PHNX this Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. 21 and over only, Arizona-only gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And before we go, I did want to give you my DraftKings pick of the week, and it is that fight. And I know what I've been saying. I have been saying that I'm going to be rooting for Masvidal, but that's not where my money is going. So my pick of the week is I'm taking Colby Covington. Is that his name? Yeah, that's his name. Uh, money line on that. I'm taking the over on the rounds. Uh, the over is at four and a half rounds, so I'm taking the over. And I'm also taking the money line on Dustin Jacoby and the I think it's the first fight of the night, but that's uh, what my MMA guys are telling me. And that's what I'm taking on my pick of the week. So again, go over to the DraftKings Sportsbook, download it, use our code of PHNX and get down. It, even if you haven't gotten down already, if, if you're an existing customer, go over there and get down on the UFC, put, put together a parlay, uh, 
I'm not supposed to call myself this because it's totally stealing it from Patrick, but I'm I'm oh, here we go. parlay. Uh, and again, get down on the parlays over there. Add yourself. The more legs you add, the more money you win. And remember, you can add as many legs to your UFC parlay as you want. Jesse, that's all I got. What I got is we got Friday. We have Friday. Friday, I think, is the last day. And I don't know if any meetings are scheduled. I don't know what's going to happen. But if we, if this weekend comes and goes and we get into next week, that means we have to cancel more games, right? Once we get into next week, I feel yeah. like that's the point where we might hear from MLB canceling more of the schedule. Well, there's a difference between we have to cancel the games and MLB is oh, going yeah. to cancel the okay. games. Right. So <laughs> you have to you have to distinguish those two things. But yeah, I think it's You're likely so right. based on based on what Rob Manfred said the other day. You know, they canceled the first two series, and he said the calendar dictates that we can't. You know, we can't play these two series, and so. Along the lines of that logic, it would only make sense that, you know, a few more days pass, they're probably going to start canceling more games. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's life right now, Derek. We're just we just get to take our our baseball schedules on our calendars and just draw X's uh, with every day that goes by, because there's probably with every day that passes, there's oh, probably so another game being canceled by Rob Manfred. So, so that bleak. is uh, that's where we're at right now. Well. Here's what you can do. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Most importantly, follow our show at PHNX underscore D-backs. You can get your baseball fix from us. I will be out at minor league minicamp as much as I'm humanly allowed. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they like me out there or not, but the players didn't seem to mind me. They all gathered around me on the bench while I was filming the other day. I felt like I was. Well, it's your it's your like exotic sense of fashion, right? Don't they like they really like my shirts? Yeah, you yeah. Will, they really like my shirts. And I think uh, I think I got a good thing going. It's an indelible part of my brand. What can I say? But uh, of course, follow us on that. Uh, but most importantly, all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports. And that's on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, please subscribe to PHNX Sports' YouTube channel, as well as sign up for notifications. That way you don't miss any of the content coming out from our amazing PHNX team, as well as if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, subscribe to us there. Leave us a five-star review if you haven't done either of those things, and we love you for it. We appreciate you. Join us as a member of the family. If you're not, over at gophnx.com with a membership. Go over to phnxlocker.com, whether you're a member or not, and buy yourself some sweet-ass merch. And most importantly, go to DraftKings Sportsbook, make yourself some money, and use our code of PHNX. We thank you guys again so much for checking out the show. Jesse and I appreciate your time. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when we give away bobbleheads. <laughs>